Well, hello everyone and welcome to today's All Franchise Business Owner Roundtable. Uh, we are just about ready to get going for today's session, uh, but first I'll just do a few housekeeping items. Uh, first off, for those of you who are new to these sessions, uh, you'll notice that your audio is on mute uh, and it's so we can get a nice clean recording and a nice clean audio file uh, for those of you who are using P2P podcasts. Uh, if you do have questions throughout, please jot them down because we're going to come to a full Q&A session towards the end. Uh, feel free to send me those questions in the questions area throughout the session. Uh, and again, we will spend some good time getting those questions asked and answered at the end. So with that, I am going to throw things over to you, Charles, to kick us off. Well, all right. Uh, welcome everybody. It's good uh, to have everybody back. It's been uh, a couple of months since we've had uh, one of our roundtables, so glad to have everybody here today. Uh, yeah, I'm going to save a little bit of time. Uh, ordinarily, I would do a little bit of a business update and a market update, uh, but I actually just had a video. I think that's been this little short video that's been in the mailbox the last couple of weeks, and I think maybe went out by a, a email today. So I would encourage you to take a look at that. Talks a little bit more in depth about uh, you know where the where we are, where the market is, and uh, where we're going from here. So do take a look at that. Um, but I will speak a little bit about the Canadian market. Uh, you know, just for the last few years, uh, that has been a a difficult market. Uh, the Canadians uh, home uh, sale market, and not just home sales. Uh, they've had plenty of home sales, but uh, there's been an awful lot uh, of waived inspections up there, but that has uh, started to recover a bit. Uh, our franchise business owners up there have uh, been working really hard. And overall, year to date, uh, we're up 8% in Canada. That, that is a significant number. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, but there's also uh, uh, half of all of our franchise business owners in Canada are up 10%. Uh, so that is a, a strong number as well. And I think it's our third largest uh, franchisee in, in uh, Canada is up about 72% or something close to that, some ridiculously high increase there. So congratulations to all you guys uh, up there. I'm really happy to see uh, some relief and some movement in the right direction. Uh, you know, I've been talking a, a while about the need to, to grow market share, just that concept of getting a bigger piece of the pie, regardless of how big that pie is. So particularly in the U.S., that pie has been shrinking this year uh, and uh, shrunk a little bit the last half of last year uh, for, I think, all the reasons that we all know. Uh, but the, the, the important thing here is to get more market share even in a down market. And that does two things. Uh, number one, it helps us right now, uh, helps you right now, uh, but it also prepares you, positions you to really take advantage of the recovery when the recovery starts. So we've been working hard at that. We've been actually seeing results in that. The overall pillar to post market share uh, has continued to grow this year. So thank you for that. Congratulations for that. Uh, and we'll be talking a little bit more as we get later into this year and early into next year uh, about preparing ourselves to take advantage of the recovery uh, when that starts. Uh, it will start. 
Uh, we don't, none of us know right now exactly when that will be. Uh, I do think it's going to start to be a little sooner rather than later. We've been into this by the end of this year. We'll have been into this difficult market uh, because of the interest rates uh, for 18 months. Uh, so when you look at the averages of how long th these things last, uh, we're getting to a place where we really need to start looking uh, at the recovery so we can get in front of it and take full advantage. Um, one of the things that we've done during the year to that end uh, is the whole workman success systems. Uh, if you were at the conference in Puerto Rico, you saw Verl Workman on the main stage do our keynote, and then we had several breakout sessions after that. That has continued to go really well. So that, that was just uh, a few sessions at a conference. Uh, but it, immediately after that, we started a, a class of 100, 100 uh, franchise business owners who got in for a year-long commitment. Uh, that is, uh, we've got a couple more months, a few more months left in that. Uh, but just in October, early October, we started a second class. Uh, and to be honest, because the, the first class was 100 and that was awfully big, uh, we cut the second class to 50. Uh, both of those classes filled up immediately uh, and are continuing to go well and move forward. Uh, the, the group that has been a part of that uh, it, it is in positive territory when it comes to growth, when it comes to their sales. Uh, they're in positive territory this year uh, compared to the rest of, the, uh, of our group, of our franchise business owners that are in the negative. So uh, I don't know that it's all due to Workman, but it certainly is due to those types of principles and those types of actions that those guys are taking uh, to move their business forward, even in the face of a difficult market. So I would encourage you, if you have not been a part of that so far, uh, reach out to your regional director and say, hey man, I am ready. Uh, when that next class comes, sign me up. So uh, please do that, reach out. Uh, we're gonna be doing uh, another class that'll be coming up starting uh, here probably early next year. Uh, we also, if you haven't seen it, uh, the Workman people are gonna be back at our conference uh, in January. Uh, he'll do another keynote for us on a different topic. Uh, and then we'll also have other breakout sessions. So that is, uh, that is uh, really important and uh, really valuable. Um, the, the other thing that we've been doing uh, and that we talked a little bit uh, about at the conference, but that we were going to continue to work on additional revenue streams, uh, ways to get more inspections, different types of inspections, and other types of revenue that we could get into the business. So we've got a number of uh, uh, pilot groups that are underway. Some of those have, are in the late stages. Uh, and some are in the earliest of stages, but uh, those things are moving forward well. So one is uh, pre-listing, uh, pre-listing inspections, and I think we've got a little bit more information about that today. Uh, and I think everybody knows that version 10 uh, of uh, one point has given us the ability uh, to do a little bit of a different type of uh, inspection, a different look, a different feel, and different information. Uh, as well as a, a new VIA uh, that goes along with it. So there's been a lot done on pre-listings and, and those are continuing to increase. Uh, you might've heard of uh, PTP Connects. 
that is a concierge program. Uh, if you haven't heard much about that, you'll hear more later. Keep in mind, these are all pilots. These are all things that we're testing. Uh, we started out in three states. Uh, we've added eight more states. Uh, that is going very, very well. So if you haven't heard much about it, you'll hear a lot more about it soon. Uh, but that is a, a, a great way to add more value to our inspection for our customers. This is for the end-use customer, uh, and it's also a way to generate revenue. So uh, you'll hear a little bit more about that. There's also online booking. Uh, that is being that that's, this has the potential uh, in the world that we live in today to be a, a huge thing. This is not requesting an inspection like we've done for years. This is online actually booking a day and time uh, with your company to do a home inspection. So we've got uh, a, a handful of franchisees that have been using that, uh, testing that. Uh, we've been making some adjustments to that, some tweaks to that. It's working really well. Uh, but you will, again, hear much more about that. And I know it'll be available to everyone pretty darn soon. Uh, the last thing uh, is on EasyBook Connections. Uh, EasyBook Connections continues to go well, uh, but we're looking for ways to, how do we make this more practical? How do we make it where it uh, is more usable for more people? Uh, one of those ways is with nights and weekends. That is something that we've wanted to do for a long time, but you've got to operationally make it work and then it's got to economically work. Uh, and so we've got uh, a pilot group that is uh, starting to use that now. So I think if, if we get the results out of that, we think we'll see, you'll hear more about that as well. So, so speaking of that, uh, I'm speaking of some of those uh, pilot groups. Kimberly, tell me, I'm sorry, I don't have the paper right in front of me. Who, who's going next? We'll go I, I think it, yeah, I think we'll it's me. All right, over to Jeff. Yeah, great. Well, good afternoon, everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to announce a, a pilot we've been running for a little while, which doesn't necessarily generate revenue, but um, we're hoping that it will add some value, provide you with some alternatives, and maybe even save you some money. So that's always a nice thing to do. And we are announcing that we will be launching in November a second option for payment processor. So we have been working for several months now to make sure that uh, we could add a second option through our platform. There was quite a bit of technical work required to get that done. And we've been running with a few franchisees on the new system. Uh, so far, so good. And uh, we're just about ready to announce um, that we're ready for anyone who would like to take a look at this second option and if it's right for you to be able to um, switch to that. So um, you can check out Mailbox which last week had an article that provided some information about that. It had some links to uh, info about the program. There are a number of different options. It's a bit of a different program than the current FPN program, so it does provide you with more options. You would need to sort of understand and pick the one that's right for you. Um, if you are, if you take a look and you're interested, then connect through the IT help desk and they can help to sort of put you on the list so that we can uh, make a transition if you're interested to do that. So uh, with that, I think I'm handing it over to uh, Chuck to talk a little bit more about the pre-listing inspection pilot. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Jeff. Um, 
a few things I want to mention on a pre-listing inspection. Um, it's not the same old program. So uh, if you haven't looked at it in a while, you know, maybe you tried this a few years ago and uh, you weren't getting much traction, uh, it's worth uh, having another look. Uh, so I recommend that you do that. I'll give you a, a, some resources in a couple of minutes so that you can uh, start looking into it. It's not the same old program. Um, so I just want to highlight a few things that are uh, in place and a little bit different than before. Uh, and then I'll talk uh, just very briefly about the pilot. Um, so a couple of things that are different that make it not the same old, same old. Um, first of all, we've got uh, inspection agreements, uh, vias in place for every state and every province. Um, the second thing is that we've streamlined the entire system from the minute you select the inspection type as pre-listing inspection, everything else falls into place all the way down the chain, right from automatically selecting the correct agreement uh, right through to the done deal. So uh, streamlined right through beginning to end. Um, we have new and updated uh, marketing material. Uh, I will say that material will continue to be updated as we work uh, on this pilot group, but there's, there's uh, new and updated material that's there with new messaging. Um, and the new messaging um, has to do with uh, how do we get uh, realtors to actually want to take part, which is, uh, you know, the important thing. And we're, we're trying to uh, convince uh, realtors that they can use this program to help them get listings. So we used to sort of have messaging focused around, you know, sell the house faster and for more money and so on. Um, and uh, the messaging that we're uh, focused on now is to help uh, realtors to get more listings. So the updated marketing material re reflects those messages. Um, and the final thing is the home highlights report. And that's probably the biggest piece of it uh, that uh, uh, automatically built right into uh, uh, the inspection app is the ability to generate this home highlights report on the fly. And it's a nice piece that uh, the realtor can uh, leave out um, for uh, people that are touring through the home. There's like a QR code that can scan to get the whole report and so on. Um, so those are uh, just a few things. Um, you're going to hear more from me in the, the coming months uh, on the pilot and some of how this new messaging is working out. So stay tuned. Um, but for now, uh, check into Mailbox if you haven't done so already. Uh, there, if you scroll down in Mailbox, there's a section that's got all the quick and handy uh, links to the resources for pre-listing inspections. And what I'd recommend that you go to first is the, the very first pick on the list, which is the webinar uh, that I did. I think it was October 3rd uh, around there. Um, and it walks you through uh, all these new pieces, right through to the home highlights report, uh, a little bit of a demo on, on uh, what the new marketing material looks like. Um, so that would be a great place to start and uh, to re-engage with that if you haven't uh, haven't done so recently. Uh, and with that, I'm going to pass it back to Charles, uh, and I, you're going to tell us about B2P Connects. Yeah, I'll just give a little, I mentioned a minute ago, I'll give you a little bit more detail on it. So uh, we are doing it uh, in 11 states. Uh, I think uh, it's only been going for uh, two and a half months, uh, something close to that. Uh, we've done about 10,000, uh, exposed about 10,000 customers to it. So what, what is it? You keep saying it, what is it? Uh, PTP Connects is a concierge program. So it's very simple. Uh, when people uh, buy a house, when they're going to move, uh, everybody has to do this. Doesn't matter who you are. Uh, you've got to move your utilities. Uh, you've got to uh, possibly 
re-engage or, or, or add a security system. Uh, there's a number of things from water to your just your mailing address with the post office uh, to uh, phones or internet, satellite, uh, all of those services, right? Anybody who's moved, and we all have, has done that. And it's a aggravating, time-consuming, frustrating process. You're on hold with all kinds of people, and it's just a pain in the neck. So what this uh, uh, third party does for us uh, on behalf of Pillar to Post uh, is we do all that for them. So don't get me wrong, there'll still be, <clears throat> excuse me, there'll still be providers that require the owner to get on the phone and maybe give them their social security number or whatever it happens to be. Uh, but our people will sit on hold uh, for you. And then once they come on, then they'll connect in the customer. The customer's on the line for just a few minutes and then they're back off. So it uh, works like a charm. So from a value to the customer, it's awesome. Uh, it's just easy. It's completely free, by the way. This costs the customer uh, absolutely nothing. It costs you absolutely nothing. And it costs pillar to post absolutely nothing, with with the exception <clears throat> of the work that we've had to do, uh, the programming that we have to do to tie all this in, uh, tie in these systems. So where does the money-making piece come from? So a lot of these services... Uh, there is no money that changes hands. The post office is not going to pay us to change somebody's mailing address. Uh, your your water provider, your sewer, things like that. Uh, no one makes any money. But there are certain services. Uh, Internet is one of them. Uh, uh, certainly uh, security systems. Uh, there's a, a small handful uh, of those services that when we connect a customer with them, <clears throat> there is a, a commission. Uh, spiff uh, that's paid to this third party uh, who then provides uh, the, our share of that to pillar to post and then pillar to post uh, takes and splits that with the uh, franchise business owner uh, on, on your uh, on on your customers on the ones that uh, the the revenue came from from them we have great reporting uh, you can see in detail uh, for uh, which customer bought which service, used which service, whether they used us or not. Uh, and of course, every everyone will not use this service. Uh, so there'll be a, a good portion that do. And then of that portion, uh, some will use only the free services and some will do something that results in revenue. But that revenue is real revenue and uh, it has gone according to plan so far. This is what we wanted to see was two things. Uh, number one is how did the revenue flow? Uh, and number two, uh, were there complaints? What, was there pushback from the customers or from the realtors? Uh, I can tell you that so far out of these nearly 10,000 that we've uh, contacted, uh, there has been just a very, very small number. I think the number was 0.0028%, right? I mean, a very small number. Included in that number <clears throat> has been a couple of realtors uh, who actually provide, or their brokerage, or whoever it is, provides this same type of uh, concierge service to their customers, and they didn't want them to do it and us to try to do it too. So that was easy. Uh, we just went in the system, unchecked the box by that realtor's name, and so now none of this goes to their customers, uh, and we're happy to do that. This is all supposed to be a service. 
uh, and a good good wheel type feature, uh, it's not supposed to cause any problems at all. So when it does, uh, we change that and uh, and fix it. So that has all gone really well. Uh, we're still kind of early days into the second group. We started off with three states, uh, did that for a couple of months, that went well. So we added eight more states. Uh, that is continuing to go about like the first three states did. Uh, so as long as that continues to go well, we'll start to roll this out to the rest of the system. And that uh, probably should be by the first of the year. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, it's a great value to the customer and a way to generate some additional revenue. So uh, I know you will be hearing more and more about that. All right, well, I will pass it over to John. Thank you, Charles. And I get to talk about uh, exciting brand conference 2024 that is uh, coming up on us. Uh, it is January 25th to 28th, and it is taking place at the Sawgrass Marriott Resort and Spa in Ponte Verde Beach. Uh, easy for me to say, Vedra Beach in Florida, uh, which is the home for those of you who are into golfing of the TPC Sawgrass, the Players' Championship. Uh, which is a major PGA event, but there's so much more if you've been following along in Mailbox and uh, the communications that have been going out, there's so much more than just golf there. Uh, there's beach, there's all, there's a fort, there's all sorts of tours that you can go on and all that stuff is available uh, to read about in the in, in, in our various e-blasts and things that are going out. But the news that I wanted to bring today is that uh, Monday was the deadline for the price to go up for the early bird special to end and we were contacted by no less than eight or nine folks that had said, whoa, uh, despite it being in mailbox in various places, uh, I know people are busy, uh, the Monday snuck up on some folks and they were not uh, ready to make the move on Monday and asked if we could extend it. So we made a few phone calls and we have been able to extend it uh, to the end of day, Wednesday, November 8th. So, and there will be no extensions after that. So if uh, if you're interested in coming to Brand Conference and, and the date snuck up on you, or if you haven't thought about it yet, you really, really, really should think about coming down. Not only do you get to see all of the beautiful faces you see on the screen right now and our mom of ceremony, Stephanie Bowling, but there is all sorts of value as many of you, as every one of you who came last year learned, uh, you know, there's show specials that people who come to Brand Conference, uh, there's specials available that is only available to them. Last year it was a free win local campaign and we filmed videos for you and we did headshots and there's all of these types of things that only happen if you come to Brand Conference. And I can promise you more of those this year and one of them that you're already, many of you might already be aware of is the sewer scope. Uh, we're going to give free sewer scope training uh, Kimberly and Chuck and, and a partner have arranged free sewer scope training on the Sunday of Brand Conference and this has been nothing short of a home run. Uh, I think we have over 70 now, is it Kimberly, Chuck? Over 70 folks uh, who have signed up uh, for that free training and listen, sewer scope, uh, not necessarily the sexiest uh, gig in the world, let's be honest about that, but uh, it is now our number three selling added service. Number three selling added service. Over 12,000 have been done year to date. And uh, in talking to franchise business owners, uh, they say it might be the easiest uh, added service that they're involved with. Chuck, is that correct to say? It's it's an easy sell. Um, in terms of being easiest, you, you absolutely need to get the trading. But once you've got that, it's very straightforward. It's an easy sell and it's good money. So 
uh, well worth looking into for sure. See, I bring in Chuck to back me up because no one believes the marketer, right? And if no one <laughs> was like, oh, there goes Johnny again. Uh, he's been day drinking. No. So uh, really, so SewerScope, over 70 people signed up and we still have some room for additional signups. So listen, tons of value is going to be beyond the normal value. Uh, we are going to ensure that people who come to brand conference get things that people who do not come to brand conference do not get. And so that, in addition to all the, you know, networking with your peers, which is invaluable, you can't put a price on. And we hear that time after time after time. And uh, for those of you who haven't been to brand conference in a while, we have adjusted brand conference so that there's lots of networking time. There's afternoons where you can choose to be in education sessions or you can choose to network or you can choose to golf. So it's not a jam-packed agenda. There's tons of value there. If you want more value, you can choose your afternoons to spend learning more things or you can network or you can golf or you can go for a walk or you can head to the beach. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great experience, lots to learn, lots of value. It pays for itself. So uh, there's still until next Wednesday, end of day, uh, if you're interested in in signing up, please do feel free to reach out to marketingandpillartopost.com or go to the Explore site that you can see in mailbox and in all the communications. And we'd love to see you there, January 25th to 28th. Uh, I have the next agenda item as well, and that is LBA, Local Brand Amplifier Program. It is back for a fifth year. It operates uh, the same as it has in past years. Um, the program is going to run from November 1st until uh, the end of April. Uh, all receipts are due by May 15th. There's a document that's been in mailbox for a few weeks uh, that talk about all the details. I think it was also covered at uh, all the regional meetings. But if you have any questions around the LBA, because it is slightly complicated, uh, just reach out to marketingpillartopost.com. But again, the LBA is designed to, uh, we want to help you be local, local, local. Uh, we want to we want to financially incentivize you to do uh, marketing and sales and brand experience uh, things that we know lead to success. And so, if you meet six criteria uh, that primarily you know that sort of suggest that you are on brand and doing things the right way, then we're prepared to uh, help compensate, financially incentivize you to do any of 14 marketing items that help you be local whether it's wrapping your vehicle or whether it's being with constant contact or continuous touch or whether it's doing a win local campaign or whether it's doing a seo sem campaign with our partners at online image whether it is getting out and uh becoming part of uh you know your local uh, better business bureau or if it's um you know there are 14 different items that you can do uh getting out being anything to do with going into an office visit bringing food dropping off stuff doing any lunch and learns all of that stuff is all eligible and so last year we had we went we doubled the size of the program last year so almost just shy of double the amount of franchise business owners took advantage of lba last year versus the year before that and so that is uh money that is there for you to incentivize you to do the 14 things that we know help you build the business. And so uh, really encourage you to uh, check Mailbox again. If you haven't been involved with the LBA program, give us a call, contact us at marketingpillartopost.com, talk to your peers, talk to your RD, they all have the details. Uh, we'll be only too happy uh, on a monthly basis or on May 15th to, uh, to uh, 
give you guys some money back for doing stuff that we know builds the brand at a local level and helps you build market share. So LBA, contact us at marketingpillarpost.com. Please get involved in brand conference. Please sign up. Uh, uh, you'll, you won't be sorry you did by end of day, Wednesday, November 8th. With that, and there'll be some questions later, I'm sure I want to throw to my man, Guidoir, Guy Doer, VP, IT, number one in your heart, number 10 in your program. Okay. Uh, thanks for that introduction, John. Yes. No, that's, that's, that's the bank. At all. Yeah, thank you. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Um, so as you may have seen in the mailbox or uh, an email on Monday, we've introduced a new version of OnePoint. It's version 10.1. And it's all around uh, how we introduce the, the changes on how the system works with inspection numbers. So with this introduction of uh, version 10.1 into the system, what it does is it uh, restricts the, the, the time that you can spend uh, with uh, sending out emails um, for the inspections. Uh, if you're in the negative, it will restrict that. So um, if, if you have um, any numbers in the system, there'll be no changes whatsoever. Uh, I may. I also wanted to remind you that uh, ordering numbers is instantaneous. All you have to go to the do. All you have to do is go to the store, buy the numbers, and it's instantaneous. They go into your system, and you'll be able to send off those inspection emails. The one thing that I will say is that no matter what version of the inspection app you're on, it'll still have this functionality. But I recommend that you do upgrade to the version 10.1 of the inspection app because it does improve that visibility into just how many numbers you have, how close are you to it, and it gives that visual cue to the inspectors of where they are with your inspection numbers. So this new version of version 10.1, it's all around that, that uh, ability to see uh, what your inspections are, the numbers are, and uh, just how the inspection numbers work with them. So that's it uh, for me, back to you, Charles. Actually, I think it's going to come straight to me for questions and answers. Okay. So, uh, everyone, I do have a few questions sitting already in the questions area, but I know there's many of you out there that have more. So, please add them to the questions area now, and we will get them to the right people. So, uh, my first question I have is, could you comment on the status of P2P bucks from P2P connections? and their availability to use them in the marketing store. So John, shall I go to you on that one first? Take myself off mute, absolutely. Uh, so for those of you who are involved with the pilot, obviously someone who's asking the question is involved in the pilot and in one of the 11 states. Um, the revenue uh, that is earned by the franchise business owner in the PTP Connects program gets converted into PTP bucks for a whole number of reasons that uh, those of you who are part of the pilot know, having to do with the IRS and other things. And so your $1 earned in the program equals $1 in PTP bucks, and you can spend those PTP bucks on a special store that's going to exist uh, on the BFC Imprivia store. Right next to it, there'll be a store where a number of items from BFC and from Win Local and from Online Image and from the branding company 
will all be there for you to redeem your PTP bucks with to help you continue to build your business and invest in marketing and being local and building market share. So that mechanism uh, is, is uh, going to be live in the month of December so that people can, so we're just doing the final sort of touches on it right now and we're getting stuff from our vendor partner who helps us drive PTP connects. So everybody will have a balance. You're gonna have a dashboard, which you may have been introduced to at this point. You're gonna have a dashboard. You're gonna be able to see what your PTP bucks balance is. That PTP bucks balance will also exist at the BFC store and you will just shop with your PTP bucks as if you were shopping with regular dollars. And um, if there's something on the PTP bucks store that is $500 and you only have $200 in PTP bucks, you'll have the ability to spend 200 on the PTP bucks and add 300 on your credit card. And so it gives you that flexibility as well. And so all of that will be live in the month of December. And, and I would just add to that, that uh, I, I'm sure that it's been a little frustrating, you know, on the wait, but, uh, but the truth is, is that those dollars don't become available uh, until the 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 home has closed the the work has been done and the bills have been paid you know from from the closing side of the business so uh we we expected it it's not exactly 90 days uh but we were expecting it to be a, a minimum of 90 days uh our our thought on that is that there would be an initial wait period because that there was no dollars before that but once the dollars start to flow the dollars should continue to flow, but it'll always be somewhere in that 90 to 120 days in arrears type of thing, uh, because these deals are made, and then a lot of times the work doesn't get done for another month or two months, or you know, depends on where you're at. So that's the way that's worked. Uh, also, I would say you got all those things that John just named that will be uh, on the PTP Bucks uh, site. But we'll also be adding some things to that uh, as time goes by. So uh, that's going to be uh, good to see that continue to evolve. Okay, thank you both. And and John, I'm going to keep you on deck because we had a comment uh, come in. Uh, and the comment is, our, our time at Brand Conference has been key to the growth of our business. So uh, you inspired uh, that comment coming out from one of our attendees, John. Well, no, I, I, the reason I'm so bullish about Brand Conference is is uh, because franchise business owners tell me exactly that, like by the dozens. So I feel very comfortable and sincere in, in pumping it. It's not, I'm not being a used car salesman as I normally would be. Um, like that, this is, people come up to me and genuinely say, my business was going sideways, or I was in a rut, or I was this, or it was going down, and then I talked to this person, I talked to that person and they turned me around and they got me back on track and my business hit an inflection point. And you just hear those stories, not one or twosies, you hear them by the dozen at Brand Conference. It's real, it's powerful. And if you haven't been in a while, this is the year to come. Great, thank you, John. Uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm gonna go to you uh, next. And the question is around the new payment uh, organization. And the question is, um, if I were to switch, um, how long would it take me to switch to the new payment provider? Yep. 
Um, thank you. Yeah, so the new payment provider, the name of the provider, I can't remember if I mentioned this, is NMI. And <clears throat> I don't know if they, if all payment providers only use three letters for their name, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's it should be a very easy process to switch. So I would say you'll probably take more time doing the reading and making your choices of the different options than it would take to switch. So um, to be quite honest, uh, from a technical perspective and a pilot perspective, that's what we've been spending a lot of our time on is how do we make sure that the transition process is seamless, smooth, doesn't take a lot of time. So we are kind of finishing off that testing phase and I know now that our, our IT group will be involved in that transition, they'll schedule you, and it should be sort of a matter of from one day to the next, you'll get switched over from one to the other. Great. Guy, Guy anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I'd agree that uh, we took a lot of time to make sure that the whole process was efficient, and it is, you contact the IT help desk, they facilitate it, and the next day you're on the new platform. Now, if, if we did have 500 franchisees all call us on one day, we yes. might have to schedule them out over a period of time, but uh, I, I doubt that's going to happen all in one day. Great. Well, thank you both. Uh, the next one, I'm going to read it out and then we'll, we'll decide who it goes to. So here we go. Uh, DocuSketch is one of the biggest advantages of a pre-listing. Ah, I've checked. I think this one's for you. Uh, uh, why is it not automatic and easier to have the links, square, square footage, floor plans, etc., be connected to the inspection email that goes out to the realtor clients so they can easily access the link uh, and websites like Zillow, Redfin, etc. This would stream the process. Chuck, do you want me to have it one more time for you? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to answer that one. Sure. Um, this might be a combo. A combo. It might so be let's... an email. Send an email. Yeah. Unless my well, there. Sometimes these questions are hard to grasp, but I, I, I think what was being asked was, you know, if you do the pre-listing inspection, you do the virtual open house, right? Not just the PTP 360 and floor plan, but the virtual open house part that they can then post to their site. I think they were saying, couldn't we give them the links that they could also just click a couple of buttons and it automatically goes to their site? Uh, I cannot answer that. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't know how technically that works. Uh, but that's a good thought. If that's what the thought was, that that's a good thought. Uh, I'll be honest, I have not thought of that before. So yeah, no, it's it's a good one. Yeah, we'll yeah. take. I'll, I'll I'll mark it down right now. Yeah, I'll have a look at it. Thank yeah, you. And and Chuck, I can certainly share the name of the business owner yeah. with you as well. Um, my next one is we're going back to P2P Connects. Uh, and the question is, uh, did I hear we could uncheck a particular realtor? I have decided to opt out due to a complaint from one realtor, uh, but I've also had many positive feedback uh, pieces from customers. I may want to opt back in. Uh, am I able to remove one realtor at a time? Thanks. Charles, let's go to you perhaps. Well, he, he said, did he hear it? And and I'll say, I'll confirm, yes, I did say that. So I, I want to confirm with, with Guy, uh, right? Go yes. ahead, Guy. 
since we are doing this as a P2P uh, uh, podcast as well, I will say the affirmative, yes, we, we can absolutely, if it is a selected realtor that you don't want or they don't want the P2P Connects program, we can absolutely uh, remove them from any uh, communications uh, for their clients. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, the next question I have is for Chuck, and Chuck, the question is, uh, can I edit the home highlights report? Um, yeah, there's some, uh, first of all, the the standard, uh, some of the standard verbiage in terms of, uh, you know, call to action at the end of it, uh, those are all editable by you, because uh, presumably you'd all have different ideas of how you want to handle that. So that's uh, that's something you set up in, in one point, so the customized verbiage. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, you know, I, I assume that's what you're referring to, because all of the content of it is, of course, edited by you uh, during the inspection. So, yes, you can uh, edit, you can change uh, what that uh, standard verbiage says as part of your settings in, in uh, one point, and IT can help you with that. Great. Thank you so much. I'm going to do one more check through, and I do see another question that's just come in. Um, so a P2P home tour question. How are we doing getting DocuSketch to be able to be available to view a tour on Zillow? I'm not sure who that goes to. I'll ask us the. Well, the I'm not. Here. Yeah, I can, I can speak to that because it, it did come in through the IT help desk. Is that we are working with DocuSketch and Zillow um, to make sure that they are a preferred um, vendor. Because that that was the issue is that all of a sudden it came up uh, last month that they they needed to sign up as an official vendor. So we're in the midst of working with DocuSketch. Fantastic. Okay, and as I mentioned, I'm going to go through just one more time. I don't believe I have Kimberly. missed anyone. Kimberly, I've been lying in wait waiting for the question. Month quarter after quarter, month after month, the question about the cost estimate guide. Yes. <laughs> I so, finally have um, an answer, and no. When, and, and, when and, will we be updating the cost estimate guide? Well, guide I'm so glad. I'm so glad you asked. Um, so, uh, with our partners at BossCat, the new uh, cost estimate guide is completed. Uh, we still have roughly a, a quarter's worth of inventory of the old one at BFC that we don't want to throw out, about fifteen thousand dollars worth. So, see, this is the benefit of coming on this call and listening to the podcast. We are going to cut the price in half of all the existing price uh, cost estimate guides at BFC effective today. The price is half price. Uh, they're not totally up to date, super accurate, but I was just using them at a show this past weekend, so they still do the job. So we wanna get through as much of that inventory as possible and not throw it out. So anyone who wants to load up on cost guides, they the remaining inventory is half price at BFC. Uh, the new cost guide is available uh, for download, uh, and, and, and a PDF is available on our website, pillar-to-post-homeinspectors.com, under the Home Inspection tab. You go there, click on Cost Guide, and you can download the fancy new one that is co-branded between us and BossCat and is up to date. And after Christmas, there the new one will be available at the BFC store in paper version to, to order. But half price remaining inventory. Wait, before you answer, you get six Ginsu carving knives. Uh, no, so make sure you call up and... Uh, if you want to use the cost guides, they're at half price. Let's get through that inventory. New one's going to be available in print in BFC in January. But if you want it right now, it is on our website. 
Beautiful. Thanks, it only John. it only took two years. Who says we're slow? <laughs> Thanks, John. Yeah. So that does big, bring us big to finish. The end. Big finish. <laughs> Woo! To the end of the Q and A section. So, with that being said, back to you, Charles. All right. You give that guy a headset, and uh, yeah. he goes crazy. Yeah, I just feel like I'm in the pocket now. Well, uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot uh, of stuff going on. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We're we're going to continue uh, to drive toward more, more market share. Uh, I said uh, at the conference in Puerto Rico that uh, we're going to build this brand uh, by building your businesses, and uh, this is a tough market to do that in. Uh, but we've still done it. Uh, I, I haven't seen the report in the last month or so, but uh, as of about a month ago, 40% uh, of our franchise business owners have increased business in 2023 over 2022. Uh, that's an amazing number uh, in the face of a, of a difficult market. Uh, and then in addition to that, we've had the good news that I was talking about from Canada just a little while ago. So. Uh, there's good things happening. Market share is going up, uh, and we're going to continue to work in, in that way. We've got a number of new things that we just talked about today that are, we're continuing to pilot, and those, for the most part, are going uh, at or better than we expected. Uh, so uh, there's there's more to come on that. Uh, the conference is coming up. We've still got uh, we, we will have uh, Vural Workman back as our keynote speaker. Uh, and, and we, we've got the use of, of their services and, and everything that has come with them uh, all the way through the end of 2024. Uh, so we, we intend on getting uh, maximum value uh, out of that relationship. It's been great this year so far. So it's good to have everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, have a great rest of the week. And uh, we will see you just outside of Jacksonville, Florida here in just a couple of months. So. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.